This is Seal Talks, episode four. On this episode, we are going to do dissecting and delving into lead generation for architects. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Seal Talks. Seal Talks is the podcast dedicated to helping architects develop strategies and finding new ways to help grow their business. On Seal Talks, we teach the principles, ideologies, and steps to help architects develop that side of architecture that is rarely talked about or rarely discussed, but is very vital to our business growth. So you can say that Seal Talks is that sweet spot between architecture and business that helps the architect do and focus what he loves the most, which is creating while keeping his light on in the office by building a sustainable and profitable business. I am your host, Egbenyon Leonard, and welcome to Seal Talks. This episode is sponsored by Render Like a Pro. Render Like a Pro is a 3D visualization learning platform where students can learn to hone their artistic skills and be taught by one of the best group of visualizers in Africa. Render Like a Pro has both the monthly and the yearly subscription that is easy on your pocket as you learn. You can visit www.renderlikeapro.com to check out the services, review and see how Render Like a Pro can help you. The website is www.renderlikeapro.com. Welcome back, guys. So, let's do justice to this topic. Lead generation for architects. I'm sure you are wondering, what is a lead? That's the first question that comes to mind when, you know, this topic is to be discussed. When you say a lead, a lead is an opening or an option for someone to indicate interest in working with you or utilizing your services in this case. So, lead generation strategy is a process of attracting and converting strangers and prospects into paying clients. So, the goal for this particular episode is to discuss the ways an architect can develop unique strategies to attract people to his services letting prospects understand and see the value you know the architect's service will contribute to their project and overall benefit them so that is the focus of this particular episode so before you can say you are delivering value to people and you want to go ahead to look for you know a pool of people to tell about your services or to get to know what you do it is first important to understand the nature of this pool of people, where they are, how they behave, the psychology behind the pool of you know clients out there. In order to do that first, we will look at you know the client demand pyramid. The client demand pyramid, then after that, we'll take a look at how to get these people to come to our table and request for our services then we would also focus on you know the process of generating these leads that's the stages of how these clients behave from when we meet them to what they become to us eventually then we look at the benefits that this whole process gives gives to us so we'll delve in 
decline demand pyramid is the first thing we're looking at you know it is there's a principle in economics that says that at any given time at any given market if you go on social media and you see architectural firms posting their work or you see a blog by an architect they are simply saying something that and these are all marketing tools these are all advertising tools to get people to know about a particular firm so imagine a pyramid a pyramid that has three stratas you know have a b and c now we'll take you from the top strata a contains you know a few people at the top of the pyramid and these people are say three percent of the total market so the three percent are ready to hire and then we look at strata b which is about six percent of our total market these are set of persons who are yes they have a project but they are not sure on on how to go about it you can say that they are aware of their project but they need specific advice and then it goes down to the last one which is strata c where we have majority of the people consisting of the 91 percent of majority who are even not aware that they want to start a project or how to go about it we'll discuss the basic characteristics of each of this strata and how to harness the potential each strata gives us now let's start from the top strata a where we have three percent the upside of this group of persons if you are looking at targeting them for your business is one the clients are ready to hire you know these are the group of people where you say hey i'm selling water they're already thirsty so there's the likelihood to say yes let me have some that is an analogy that i think will best qualify it you know they are already thirsty and they can hire on the spot because they already know what it is they want then they are aware of what they need so tailoring your service to suit theirs it's easier because they already know these are the kind of people that will come up with a brief and say architect this is what i need you to do for me so the amount of work you are putting into this is almost minimal because they have done most of the work they are ready to hire now the downside to this set of persons is that they only form about three percent of the major market you are chasing now don't forget it's, it's it's good to have people who are you know ready for action ready to go with you on you know on the spot but probability of of this group of persons you know of you getting this group of persons becomes low because one they are small two the competition is enormous and because all other firms you know big or small are all up against these same three percent then of course it means you now have to invest more in your branding your packaging you know it, you need to invest in your brand perception and you are constantly developing new ways to attract this three percent so it's a lot of competition it's a lot of even it's a lot of work in itself because these three percent are few now to the next one which is strata b where we have the six percent of you know the mass of people we are looking at the upside to this percentage of people is that uh, they're they are at information gathering stage information gathering in the sense that they 
kind of have a project but they are not sure how they want to go about it or let's say they have a renovation project they have a space they know that they don't like this space as it is and they want something better but they don't know how to go about it so you can say that this group of persons they are aware of their situation and they need specific advice but here also you can you can say that they are problem aware and at the same time the competition is not as crazy as you know the first percentage of 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 customers or potential clients but the downside here is that they are only about six percent as well when you look at it six percent is not so much when you have so many competitions doing the same thing so you have to now start fine-tuning ways to make your service or your niche different from what mr b is offering then you need to put in more work than the first stage because these people have specific needs so they have specific needs so you need to you know fine-tune your services to meet what their needs are now that brings us to the next stage the next stage is strata c where you have the majority of people the majority of people who need your services but they do not know they need it so that's the first downside of it they are unaware that they need your service they don't know they need a project they don't know they are about to start a project they do not know they need an architect at all in the first place and the upside is this they are the majority of your potential customers which falls at 91 percent and the majority of this 90 percent are open to educational processes it means that they are teachable if you start with them if you start to teach them or make them see the reason why they need a project or maybe you are teaching about how to do a certain project depending on the channel you are going with you find out that this person start to reach out to you to say oh okay i, I have a space you see that they start opening up in their head that they can do something with what they have so you can say that in this particular case your competition is low now it's low because of the uncertainties involved there are a lot of people who are targeting the first or say the second strata but the third strata is they are practically ignored meaning that you have a lot of unaware people you have a lot of plain sheets a lot of people who are undecided meaning that if you are able to educate them and you teach them well they will get to the point where they become your customers and that is where we want them to be so the point of deciding to go into a project for the majority of people they are the set of people if you have pulled them through at the end of the day they are the ones who remember your name now the real money is i'll tell you the honest truth the real money is in the second and the third strata which is c and b and they form about 97 percent of the target market that is the six percent of the market that says i really don't know, know what i want you know with the space that i have and but i need a specific advice and the 91 percent that don't even know they or haven't even found the need to embark on that project and they are being ignored so when you eventually turn these people into clients they are the ones that remain loyal and are your praise singers they form your referral base so the goal is to move this 97 percent of potential customers up the pyramid faster because believe it or not 
even disinterested prospects that people who are not interested can turn into lucrative customers on the go. The problem is that most people treat every lead as the top 3%. That is one of the major problems we have. You know, they feel that every client is ready and ready to buy now. So they have no system in place to capture this 97% of ignored people. So to reach these 97% who are not ready to buy now, but will be ready soon if you educate them. That's the major thing. You need to educate them. Now, when a prospect is not knowledgeable about a subject, it's something you need to know. When a prospect is not knowledgeable, they don't have any idea about a subject, they are in a state of uncertainty. And people don't buy when they are in this state. It is a fact. When they are not sure of something, you can be sure that they will not make purchase in that state. But the more they know, the more they are likely you know, to hire you. Now, the, the plus, the bonus in this particular one is if you are the one educating them and you are also making sure that they, you know, move up that pyramid, um, move up the strata that's moving from C to B to from B then to A. If you are the one doing this, you can be sure that when they hit that level of I am ready to hire, they will likely hire you. Yes, some of these percentage might find better options because they now know what they want and will go, but the majority will stick to you. Now, to do this, your message must be powerful, insightful, and educational-based. And not to simply just put peace about this is what I do, hire me. No, you need to educate them from scratch. You need to tell them about, say a typical example is... You need to explain how a project that you have done benefited your last client. You need to explain the processes, how their businesses has gone further. Now, the particular goal here is you realize that there's so much people competing for a, this your same client that the normal marketing of just getting people's names and you know gender doesn't really work. You need to go deeper. The aim here is to basically attract them, educate them, you nurture them before they even turn into your client. So there's a lot of work involved in that. So let's let's look at channels you know you use in attracting this set of people. So basically, we have the speaking. The speaking has to do with you putting yourself out there to tell them about what you do. I have a principle. If I'm missing somebody for the first time, in the next, in the first five minutes of our conversation, the person already knows I'm an architect. It is one of the very core principles that I, I base. It's more like a marketing idea because if I'm meeting people, if you are the kind of person, the kind of architect that goes out often, you need to harness that skill of letting people know this is what I do. This is what we are good at. Before you even go ahead to talk of other, other things. And I really don't care what field the person is coming from. Now, if you volunteer, for example, in a church or in a mosque, whatever your gatherings are, and you tell them maybe you there's a committee coming up and you, you volunteer. If it has to do with projects, even if it's not projects, you can always use an example from your the firm the project you just completed how it was resolved analogies tell them story make sure you speak about what you do every single chance you get then of course when you are referred to clients and all oh, those are another is another channel to get this group of persons as that group of prospects in as leads and also as clients then the next one is 
network marketing. When you go for general networking, there's a basic... When, when people have a problem with, of course, saying, you you know, uh, networking, networking doesn't work. I'll tell you the reason why, as for, you know, for architects, the reason why the networking strategies we have been using does not work. And this is a, it is perfectly fine to try and fail. So I'll tell you my experience. You know, back in the days, I used to go for this monthly hangout by CFA, you know, Fred, um, he, he works for China, he's an IT person. He works for Channels TV, and you know, every month he will gather a group of um, a group of IT enthusiasts in quote <laughs> a group of IT enthusiasts and gather them in a place in Ikeja. Every month he will invite someone new in the tech space, in the IT space. That person will come and talk about how they have done their business successfully. So I attended a couple of these sessions, and one thing that I discovered was there were lawyers there. I was, of all the sessions that I attended, I was the only architect there. And at the end of the day, I met people who were industry leaders in their own field. And, you know, we became pals. At the end of the day, I got projects from them, you know, for civil designs. And we are still on talking terms today. These are people who refer you because in that space, at those times that I went for those meetings, I was practically the only one who did what I, or what we did, you know. Unlike the regular networking you go for, you know, you go for a gathering where all architects are gathering. Of course, we are all looking for jobs. Even the big guys are looking for jobs. <laughs> so... <laughs> you probably find out that if those are the kind of networking you do it is going to be hard because we are all chasing that same you know three percent or that same one person in the space who probably might have a job rather than going to a place that is not indigenous to your profession you know in a gathering where there are minimal architects there that is the kind of networking you should be doing that will help you generate leads and get more clients then the other form the other channel where you can get you know leads in is inbound marketing and inbound marketing can be through your blog posts through your emails through your newsletters you know of explaining how the challenges of a recently completed project you know how you overcame them how the clients the reclines remark testimonials you can also do this through phone calls through face-to-face meetings through um, your website landing pages and all of that so all these forms channels to which you can get you know get leads and generate prospects so the next phase we'll be looking at the lead generation process and this process has to do with how you get you know this 97 percent people on board the first stage they become of course they are all strangers to you basically you have strangers who you know through one of the channels i discussed earlier you have been able to you know get them to become leads and they become visitors visitors in the sense that they are checking out okay what can you offer me so you first have strangers then they become visitors and these visitors inquire about your services and they later turn into leads as you discuss ways you can help benefit their projects which if they have you know educating them from leads when they have agreed then they become clients and at this point you know your whole work of course will pay off and then you try to deliver value and at the end of that transaction you know because of the journey you have both been through there have been so many contacts there's there's a saying that you need at least three 
to four contacts with a prospect to become client. Meaning that the first stage you meet might not be the day they'll give you check. The second day you meet is not the day they'll give you check. So most times it falls between the fourth and the fifth meeting. That is when, of course, they would have developed that um, confidence enough in what you have been able to impact in them to tell you, okay, let's do this project together. And when you have delivered value and you have successfully completed that project, this set of people become your referral base and then they become your promoters by singing your praises everywhere they go. So you, you notice that there are different stages. You take a stranger, it becomes a visitor. From visitor, it becomes a lead. From a lead, which you have generated, they become paying clients. And from being paying clients, they become, you know, your referrals, your referral channel. So with that, let's look at what with a very good strategy of lead generation strategy do for your business. Let's think about it. With all this process of educating people and getting them to know about what I do, how will it help my service? So, which of course benefits to your own business. So the first thing is when you have a very good lead generation strategy as an architect, the awareness you create about what you do increases tremendously. That is the first thing. And with you talking more, with you engaging more with people, with you educating more with people, your name, your brand name becomes top in their head when they think of anything architecture or anything design, even when it's not related to design. The fact that it has to do with creativity, you'll be the first to pop in their head. So your awareness about what you do increases tremendously. Then, of course, when you keep educating them, when you keep talking to them, they begin to see you as an expert. It is, it is the first thing, you know? They see you as an expert because you've been able to dish out constant contents that are valuable to them. So they'll see you as an expert and then you have constant access to clients. It is, it is very key. When people begin to see you as expert and then your awareness level of how people talk about your brand, your business increases. Of course, you keep getting access to people, you know, targeting and gaining access to people on the top of the pyramid because you are now generating them and pushing them up the pyramid by your own strategy. Then when this happens, you have increased patronage, you know, more and more clients will work in to look for you. Your phone will ring more. And when your phone buzzes more with leads that is being generated by all of these strategies, you have tendency to get more clients, which in time will lead to, you know, an increase in your revenue because you are having more work to do and you can now charge higher fees if you can because you now have more clients to choose from and this gives you the competitive edge that we have always talked about. So this competitive edge makes you like a master in this field against all odds whether recession or not you will always have people coming in to inquire about your business and because your lead strategy uh, generation strategy is is top notch you will constantly get people paying for your service and this will ultimately give you financial freedom which of course is the purpose we are all in business to make some good money and live the life of our dreams so basically this is all 
we all would dream about. Whether you are a big time architect or you are just starting or even as a freelancer, these strategies, if practiced effectively, will actually help you to worry less about the kind of when is my next project coming in and all of that because you always have something in the works, something in the pipeline cooking every single time. So with these guys, we've come to the end of this episode. Wow, time flew by. <laughs> it's, it's amazing when you're having fun and you know, you just keep, don't mind me, I can't talk for Africa. <laughs> it's my job, so I, I, I try as much as possible to keep up with, with the times. But one thing that I know for sure is all of this going out, this networking, this writing, this teaching, it has actually helped me as an architect become better at what I do because when I talk to people, I'm able to understand, oh, how can I serve them? How can I help them? How can I help their spaces? And when you go into that meeting to discuss about this space, it's not all about you. It's about how your services, the skills that you have, how they are able to help the prospective client. And when they already see that there's something that always happens, if the client sees that you are on the, or maybe a prospect sees that you're on the same wavelength with them, like you, this guy gets me, that is when they are willing to sign a check for you. So the aim is about their business. The aim is about how your services can benefit their, their project. The aim is about how you can help them become better or even make their businesses more productive. So when you do that constantly, that is when you win constantly. So it's a wrap from us here. <laughs> so as I sign out, I'll simply say thank you for sticking with me to the end. My name is Architect Legbayon Leonard and I say we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Seal Talks. Bye guys.